I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. Joining me today is Hans Siegerfeldt. He is a Swedish athlete. He's run for the Swedish national team uh, as a junior and uh, as a senior. He is uh, spent a year at UNM in the late 70s, has held uh, under 15 world records in the 5K and 10K. And yeah, thank you for joining me. Oh, and thank you. Yes, it's my pleasure. How did you get into running? Oh, that's um, that's kind of a uh, funny story because um, I was playing soccer here in Europe. We play soccer. Football in Europe is soccer. So, but I broke my my leg when I was playing soccer, and um, I didn't know what to do then because I didn't want to play soccer then, and I tried to swim, but I was not a good swimmer. That's for <laughs> sure. And I tried ice hockey. I was even worse in ice hockey. <laughs> so, so, and then, okay, so my mother told me, maybe you should try track and field. Yeah, maybe I, I could try that. And I went down to um, to the athletic club and um, I did some dong jump and um, I was, I'm short now, but I was even shorter then. And uh, <laughs> so high jump was nothing for me. And uh, and of course, I was not maybe that, um, I didn't have that great speed, but um, I tried to run um, a little bit longer. And I said, hey, this is pretty nice. I like this. And um, when I like something, I'm just doing it. I got passion about um, running long distance. So from the, from day one, when I started to, to run long, I decided to, okay, this is something for me. I think I'm going to try to 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 be good in this, in this event. And I was some um, 13, maybe, yeah, 30 years, tw- 12 and a half, 13 years old then. Wow. And, and so I can imagine, so the playing soccer, you just felt like, I, I'm assuming it was like in a, um, a collision with another player when you broke your leg. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still remember exactly how it happened, but, um, uh, so it's, um, it was, um, I was, uh, I didn't know that I broke uh, my legs. I tried to, to get up and for some reason I asked fall again and I tried to, to stand up again and I fall again. And I said, Hey, there's something wrong with my leg. And this was at school. So I remember the, the school teacher come out running to me and he told me, Oh, Hans, you have to stay down. Maybe I've broken your leg. Broken my leg, but I don't have any, don't hurt anything. So that's so that was my kind of my last soccer match. Yeah, I can I can imagine that that would be a little uh, <laughs> fearful to then go back and try to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, when you're 12 years old, it's uh, kind of scary. Absolutely, if you break your leg in the in the soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is it like? You said you went down to the athletic club. So, you know, here for the most part in the United States, I mean, there are clubs for kids, but generally you're running for your your school middle school and into high school so what is that process like in in sweden do you do you running for your school or is it just through like a club no there's a big difference between uh, sweden and europe and um, the united states um 
here you don't compete for your school. You, you compete for the club. And um, that's pretty good because that makes you, uh, it makes you, it easier for you to, to, to compete even when you're uh, graduate from school. I mean, the school and, um, and your, um, uh, what you practice in, 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 um, in sports doesn't, it's not, it's not the same. When you finish school, you're still running in at the club. So it's, um, it's kind of better. I think it's kind of better, but uh, I mean, um, like uh, I've heard that many, many very good athletes, they, ha they have to stop um, uh, doing the athletes the day they graduate from school. So that's it for some reason. They maybe are 21, 22, 23 years old and they have to stop because there's no clubs that I can compete for. That, that is one advantage in, in Europe, I think. But then I know, I mean, my, my son is playing American football for some reason. Uh, I love <laughs> American football. Oh, I love it. It's a, it's a great game. I always had, I mean, when I was, when I was running, I, I, my weight was 57 uh, kilo. Uh, that is something like, um, uh, I don't know, 100 and, 110 pounds, something like that, maybe. And today it's... Um, 25 more K. <laughs> it's, it's, but anyway, I was very, very short and I was very, very tiny. And I loved American football. And I didn't know why I did that, but I loved the game. Then for some reason, my, my son picked up the American football. And uh, so I knew that um, um, he said, because he was in at the States for a year and a half playing foot, American football. And he said, there's so many good guys. And when they graduate, they have to stop playing American football. And that's, that's, that's too bad. I think that's too bad. On the other hand, he said, during the time we are at school, it's so great because the whole school are, 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 are um, um, cheering at us. And, and, um, and um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's good, bad, and, 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 and good. It's, it's hard to compare. Of course it is. But, um, but if it's an advantage if you want to stay in the sports for a longer time that you compete for a club than for a school. Absolutely. Well, and I heard, um, I was listening actually to another podcast that had on a, a runner, uh, uh, Alexi Papas, who ran for, for Greece in the last Olympics in the marathon. Oh, and yeah. um, she, she, she lives in the United States and, and trains here for the most part, but she had gone back to, to Greece right before mm -hmm. COVID hit. And she talked about um, there, it's a similar way that they do things there where because you're running for the the club or the coach you you're staying with that same coach for years and years instead of every mm -hmm. three or four years you're you're getting a new coach getting someone who has to learn your the way you run again and so i can see the benefit to having uh, a program like you're describing where you're you're working mm -hmm. with the coach for a longer you know, period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Disruption. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, okay, I got injured um, very bad when I was 22 years old. And um, I really never really came back after that. But um, I mean, the guys I were running against uh, that I've been running against since I was um, 15 or 14, 15, 16 years old, uh, they were running for the same coach and the same club way up in the 30s and so it's um, 
And I mean, and for long distance, you are probably the best when you are 26, 27, 28 or something like that. But um, many good American runners had to quit or did quit when they are 21, 22, 23. It's, it's, um, and the other thing is that, um, that I uh, saw that, um, I mean, the, the, the coach at school, of course, they have the pressure to make, make, to make you run good during the years when you are at the school. So they press you very, very hard to make you best during those years. So then when you are, are um, too young, I mean, 2021, you are, you are done because you have been pressured so hard during these uh, three, four years. And um, I recognize that pretty, I mean, for me, it was very hard to get there and the coach told us that, okay, you have to be in shape, you have to be in shape. Yeah, but it's winter. I mean, where you, I will be in shape in, during the summer. But he mean, during the summer, uh, in summer you're back in Sweden. Yeah, that's why I want to be in shape in, in so it's, it's like kind of hard because I had to understand him also. I mean, he had, that was his work to make me run as good as, as I could during those years. So, so I could say that the most of the long distance guys that have gone from Sweden, not all of them, but many of them, they never got very good. They were very good when they went to, to the States, but they came home all wasted and there were no more running. So it's, uh, I mean, long distance running is, uh, is a 15 year long training session. So it's, um, and, um, Yes, it's, it was, um, that was probably the biggest difference between Europe and, and the school at the United States. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a big um, question mark as, as far, even as far down in high school here, like how far, yeah. how hard are you going to push your kids? Do you want them to be as good as they can be, you know, under, before they turn 18 or are you yeah. looking at their long-term progress uh, as far as you want a kid that's going to go and compete in college and continue to grow and, and then you yeah. know maybe make it into the professional ranks and mm-hmm. uh, you you have to look at the yeah. entire life of the athlete and, and what they want and you know it's a it's a difficult uh, process to manage because you do only get four yeah. years you know for for each yeah. of those and exactly so mm-hmm. uh, i yeah i think that's um I think that's a great point and I think it's yeah that's that can be difficult especially uh I can see coming from a European country where the the thought process is different and so yeah. you come here and you meet mm-hmm. a coach and it's uh yeah. you you end up mm-hmm. burnt out really yeah and I I didn't really didn't understand that I had a scholarship and um, and during that time I didn't understand how important it was to have a scholarship because it's very, very expensive to, to, to study in at the States. Uh, I mean, in Sweden, it's for free. So I didn't understand how important that was and that um, many guys and girls, um, um, they're really training very, very hard just to get the scholarships. So they can get the education uh, um, with, and don't, I mean, lots of, people don't have the money to, to, to get the education. And um, then they, if they have the benefit to be a good athlete, they can get a scholarship and um, get a get 
graduation that way. But um, when I was 18 years old, I didn't understand that. I for sure didn't understand that this is a shortcut or way, way good way to get in, into college. Because um, I didn't know it was that uh, expensive. Uh, I was maybe naive because um, I sort of thought that it was for, for everybody. I sort of thought that. But after a while, I understood when everybody, oh, you're lucky you have a scholarship. Yes, but uh, I really didn't know until I've been there for a couple of months. Okay, I am lucky. This is pretty that many, many people are, are trying to get a scholarship because it's very, very expensive. So, yeah. And and so I I guess, you know, my question on that, you you didn't understand, you know, what the what it meant to have the scholarship. What what brought you to the United States instead of staying in, in Sweden and and continuing with the club you were you were running with at the time? When I was uh, finishing, shall we call it um, pre-college school that I went to for two years, there was um, uh, there were scouts from 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 uh, some some schools that contacted me and um, asked me, do you want to go to 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 college and run for 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 us? Oh, it could be nice. So it was in that way. So it was um, um, and there was some Danish guy, um, very very good um, uh, marathon runner that I've been running against when I was eighteen or seventeen eighteen years old. Uh, Henrik Jorgensen, he ran a two o nine. Um, marathon in 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 um, in London. I don't know if he won it or if he. Okay, he was in top three at least at London Marathon. Wow. Um, so I remember he contacted me also and said, "Hey, come to my school." And and I checked it out where it was. It was in the middle of the um, United States and it looked so boring. <laughs> so I said, "Oh, hey, you know, Henrik, I think I go to to this New Mexico school looks very nice. So, so it's oh, and it was very nice. I liked it a lot. I did. I it had to have been uh, very different coming to the desert though from. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it was different. It was, <laughs> it was very different. I mean, it was. Uh, um, I remember the first day when I got there. First of all, I got mugged in New York when I should go here. So I didn't have any money. I didn't have any ticket. I didn't have any passport. I didn't have anything. So I didn't know how to go from Port Authority to New Mexico. But everything worked out well. And uh, uh-huh. I, uh, some guy uh, asked me, or um, maybe it was Clancy who asked me, oh, so Hans, you must have had a long trip coming here to New Mexico from, from New York. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, it was a long trip. How many states? So what states did you go through to come here? And he he he, he tells me, class, that my answer was, "Oh, I must have gone through all of them." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. I mean, Clancy brings that up sometimes, and he laughs a lot. <laughs> yeah, Clancy does always have some stories. So. <laughs> oh yes, he always have some stories. That's for sure. <laughs> But that's the that's one of the good things with um, uh, running long distance running because you get very tight. I mean, you're out there running for a couple of hours with um, with some other guys, and um, there are very bad weather sometimes, very good weather sometimes. You're running in the desert with rattlesnakes and and so on. So you get very tight. Yeah, that's for sure. 
So it's a very good sport in that way because you get to learn each other very, very much. And um, that's maybe why you have this um, low time bound. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, on my work, I see that they say, oh, you're online again. <laughs> <laughs> you're always online. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think the uh, uh, the bonds you create in, in distance running are, I mean, they, they follow you forever because you, you are. You're spending yeah. so much time with them and, mm. and you are getting to know people. You're getting to know their weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> what they're like when they're tired mm-hmm. and hungry because you finish a long run and you're going to be tired and hungry and you know oh, yeah. you, you you learn to manage that within yourself and other people and I mean obviously mm-hmm. you know you and Clancy I think we're only at UNM together for a year and my, my dad was there for a year together mm-hmm. and, and I mean yeah. this, this is I mean 40 years later and you guys are still yeah. still friends mm-hmm. and, and still talking even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. you know you know, I, it's it's great. It's unbelievable. It's uh, uh, I mean, friendship is one of the most important things in in in, in your life. And if you have uh, very good friends that you can, I remember when we met each other in in Holland now uh, two years ago. Um, I haven't seen your dad or Clancy for yeah some forty years, and. Uh, well, actually, I, I was sick that day they, they came. Just that day when we went down to, to Holland, I was sick. So they, they knocked on my door, knocked, okay? So, so I, I was only in my underwear and I opened <laughs> because I thought it was my wife. <laughs> and there were Mike and Clancy standing. And, and, they, and we talked for two minutes, two minutes, like strangers strangers but after two and a half minutes it was like it was like in 1978 it was the same again and that is that is something very very special it is that you don't have to you don't have to be somebody else everybody knows how you who we are and how we are and this that's um yeah, I, love, I love that a lot that's maybe the best thing with sports i think the bounce that you get uh, with your friends and so on. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think mm-hmm. it's, I, there's just no better feeling. Uh, it's, it's, mm. it, it, you know, I try to tell that you know, I'd coach um, high schoolers here and I try to tell that to the team, like, you know, you guys are spending so much time together. This, this is your other family. This is who, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, they're gonna be there for you, whether mm. you know sometimes good, sometimes bad, just like family. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, that's what it is. Oh, I felt um, I felt that I had um, when I came to New Mexico. Um, I could really see that I had uh, some really good friends with Clancy and Mike and um, and Jeff Hildebrandt also. Yeah, so we were we were very close, very close during this time. Mm. That's 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 great. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I want to go back again for a little bit and, and kind of talk about those under 15 uh, records you held for the, the 5K and the 10K. I mean, I didn't mention the time. So you were, w- were you 15, 14 when you ran these or how old were you? I was 14 years and 10 months. And the okay. thing is, under, uh, the world records for um, um, years age, year age records, age records, they are 
up to that date when you turn 15 or 16 or whatever. So, so when I was 14 years and 10 months, I was the age record for 14 years. And, um, um, but it actually was um, the first time that I ran the five and, and definitely the first time I ran the 10. Uh, I still remember because it was, uh, uh, I went um, just as a, I went with my club to, to, to another town <clears throat> some three hours away from, from Helsingborg when I where, where I live, uh, just to, to watch the guy run and compete. And um, I mean, it was a track and field, so it was short putters and um, long distance and um, uh, yeah, long jumps and so on. And um, for some reason, the guy that should be running for the club, it was, a, it was like a match between five or 10 clubs and we got points um, exactly as in, in the United States. But for some reason, um, the guy who should run the 10K, he had to withdraw. I don't know if it was injured or something like that. And um, um, the director of the club, because we have directors at the clubs, um, he didn't know anything about running or anything, but he was very good anyway. I mean, so he asked the horns, you've been training a lot. Do you think you can run the 10K? <laughs> and, and I had my training gears with me and they said, my spikes and so yeah. Um, I remember that I asked him, uh, 10K, how, how many laps is that? <laughs> I remember that. And he said, oh, it's 25 laps. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, no problem. I can do that. So, and um, it was only, I think it was four or five years later or something like that. As when I was in New Mexico, uh, I didn't know that was a world record. And that was uh, four years after. I think it was maybe when I was 20 or something like that, that the guy told me, oh, do you still have the world record? What world record? <laughs> I didn't know that I had a world record. So then I checked, then I checked it out and the, yeah, that's all it was. Um, yeah, okay, I have the world record. <laughs> what world records it was at that time. So, yeah, but it was, um, uh, but during that time when you were running, it was no such a big deal. I mean, it was, uh, what you're doing this, I mean, the times you were running, I mean, when I, if I ran the 28, 19 for the 10 and I compared to 32 minutes, I was due, it was long, many minutes between. So I didn't thought, okay, but you were not even 15 years old, but it's been more when I got old and, uh, and you know, nostalgic. <laughs> it's more now that's been something. I mean, when somebody asks me, Oh yes, but um, uh, were you good when you were running? I mean, sometimes, they, yeah, I had a world record for 10K when I was 14 years old. If they would ask me that 10 years ago, I would never say anything about that. Because, I mean, it's, um, it's when you're getting old, it's, you get nostalgic and, and um, yeah, then it's kind of nice and so on. But it's just nice. I know, as I told you, it's, um, all the African guys are not, um, in, in this, um, yeah, there have been a lot of American guys that have been 14 years old that for sure would have been running faster than I had. So <laughs> but anyway, the best time for 14 years old in the world, except for the African guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. I, I mean, 3204 at 14 years old is, is, uh, is pretty quick. <laughs> well, I would say. I, w I would um, um, 
uh, I would uh, do you say lap myself? Is that what you say when you? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I would probably lap myself now with um, let me say ten times or something like that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, and so, what? Uh, so, and you you held the five k record as well, and that's at a that was at a fifteen ten. Um, yeah. Like, was there time between them? Like, was there was were they different meets? Was there month? Was it the? Yeah, same? Was was it that was a different meet? Yeah, uh, it was. It was maybe two weeks between them or something like that. And that was. I I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think that was the first five k race I did also. <laughs> so, but, but, but but then I thought, okay, if if ten k is twenty five laps, then five k must be twelve and a half. So. So, <laughs> so it was was kind of, kind of. I think it was the first five k race I had. Also, yeah. So, yeah. but it it was shorter, so that was easy, right? <laughs> yeah, it was shorter. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that uh, I always thought that uh, that racing in the five k was was much much uh, much harder than uh, racing in the ten k. I hated racing in the five k because you got so tired and you got so maximum tired for so long time in the tank it got you gradually so you could you, it was easy to 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 cope with that uh, that's what i thought but um but yeah. like okay when you're the last yeah when you were so so tired the last the last two laps and two and a half laps so yeah I think I think that's pretty amazing, and it is funny, you know, how people kind of uh, think about the different distances. You know, I have, mm. I, I'm still kind of running road races when we have them. They're mostly yeah. all canceled this year, but um, mm. you know, five and ten k, and and they're fun, and and I can't I can't wrap my head around doing an ultra marathon. You know, going out for for mm. fifty miles and thirty miles mm. of those, and yeah, right, right. And, and the people I've talked yeah. to who do those are like, well, how do you go so fast on those shorter days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. it, you, yeah. you have to kind of put your mentality in the, in the right yeah. frame, which is, uh, yeah. you know, it's just completely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hard when we talk about, um, I mean, when I was young, this is very, I'm very, very um, strange about my feeling. But um, when I was young, if you were not a good runner, you ran the marathon. <laughs> that's the way it was in when I was young that's way okay you're not good in the five you're not good in in the ten okay I have to run the marathon so that's what I brought up with that the marathon was not it was not for the good runners but now it's of course I mean they have broken the world records in the 10k and so on but um, for now when somebody's telling me uh, everybody say that I'm wrong but when I say okay um Oh, I'm going to run the ultra mar- marathon for 100k or whatever it is. And I asked him, why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I get, I'm a, I love running, but I would never, never, never do that. Why should I do that? Oh, no. so it's very, but it's, um, I've always been like that. I mean, I, I like, for me, it's the, if you're a good runner, it, it doesn't have to do with the, with the distance. It has to do with this with the pace. Um, as I say, well, yeah, but um, when they ask, well, this is when they ask me maybe 
long time ago when I was maybe that fat that I am today, but are you not going to run the, the, the ultra marathon now when you're not, no, I'm not, but I can ask my, 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 my mother, maybe she can do it. <laughs> Everybody can do it. <laughs> and they, oh, you're just crazy, Hans. But I mean, everybody can do it. I mean, it's, it depends if you can, okay, but can you run the ultra marathon in certain pace? No, I can't. But everybody can do the distance. And um, so that's why when you're talking about um, training, you can, in my word, it doesn't have to, uh, it doesn't mean how many kilometers or miles you've been running for a week. It depends on how fast you have been running that miles or kilometers that week. That is the big difference in training. Um, so, yeah. But that's that's kind of different. The training schools also, of course, and yeah, of course you have to have both of them. But um, but I think that if if you want to be a good runner, uh, you must do some very 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 hard workouts. That's uh, and many, because I know when I was running, there were guys that were running much more miles than maybe the double the miles that I was doing but they didn't have the guts to do the, the really hard workouts that com- that really shapes you into a runner. So it's, um, yeah. What, what workouts yes, do you can, do you consider like, what were, what was the workouts you felt like this is shaping me to, to become the runner I want to be? I, I'm just yeah. curious about it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I, I know one of the toughest was when I was running, 30 times 200 meters in, in 30 seconds. And the rest was um, 200 meters between in 45 seconds. So when I was running um, those uh, 30, this, that's, I mean, it's 11K or something, or 12K maybe this, yeah. Um, in pretty hard pace all the time, but you were running very hard in 200 meters and, um, and um, I mean, 45 seconds and the rest was not a rest. It was uh, 20 meters for 45 seconds. It's three or five or something like that for, for, uh, for a kilometer. That, that was pretty hard. That was pretty hard. But I know then one of the absolute most hardest was when I was running three times 400 meters with um, the 50 minutes rest between. I hated that work. <laughs> I did it. I did once or twice a year. A year. It was so hard. Oh, I'd, I could throw up the whole day before I should do it because it was <laughs> too hard. But if somebody asked me, have you been, oh, I was doing that uh, intervals. Yes, but is that all? What did you run yesterday? Oh, yes, I ran 35 kilometers. Ooh, so you know what I mean? It's uh, right. it really don't have to, to how far you're running. It's how fast you're running. It shapes you into runner or not a runner. So it's, yeah, but of course it should be both of it, definitely. And of course, if you're running a marathon, you need the mileage more than if you have, if you're 1500 meter run or 5k run, of course, then you need the mileage more. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the paces, I mean, the marathon paces now, I mean, just to compete, you're, you're having to run under, you know, 204 at the major things oh, yeah. if not 202 you know you know you're mm. 
you are flying and that's i mean that's oh yeah, yeah. five minute pace for 26 oh, they are, yeah they are incredible i mean it's uh it's hard to to tell people that um 90 of the population will not um will not cope with it with the first 100 meters i mean they would they would be 50 meters left when they've been running 100 meters something like that they don't know how fast that is they are so good those runners they are so good it's incredible and the ladies i mean it's uh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the, the women are are just as um just as amazing i mean they're they're the, mm. the, the way that their times are dropping right now too are, are just um, so so fast and so amazing mm. and, it, it's it's been pretty amazing watching uh, the way that the these records have gone down in the in the last uh, year or so. Not yeah, absolutely. These, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you know, you again, you've got some pretty <laughs> quick times. I think your fastest five uh, k was ended up being like um, thirteen thirty. Yeah. So- yeah, thirteen thirty-two in the in the five k, and then like a a, a twenty-eight nineteen in the ten k. Yeah, exactly. How I was twenty-two when I ran those. Uh, well, actually, I was I was twenty-one and some months when I ran twenty-eight nineteen for them for the ten k, and I got injured um, uh, in in the in the winter in in eighty-two before the season in eighty-three, and so I didn't run. Um, uh, I ran the World Cross Country Championships in 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 um, uh, uh, in cross country, yeah. but uh, then I got injured. Didn't run any, anything more uh, that year. It was kind of pity because it was the first World Championships in Helsinki in '83, and then in um, uh, and in '84 when I was 24, I only ran two races in the in the spring. Uh, one of them was. Um, that I should, um, I was, I was pretty good. I've been training pretty good, but I've been away for a year, but I was, a, I got back pretty fast. And, um, so we had, um, a race where we should see if, um, which one we should send to the Olympics in the 10 K and I won that race. And so I was, um, uh, I was, it was, I should go to the Olympics, but, um, after that race, it was, that was my last race. Oh wow! I didn't beat anything more after that race, so it was, uh, yeah, it was my my foot. So it's, uh, but um, um, many ask me, oh, don't you are you are you not better or so? No, why should I? I've had a wonderful time, and this is part of the game. You should always see this is part of the game. Some said, oh, maybe you shouldn't have been training that hard. Yeah, but maybe I haven't had come so so far uh, otherwise so it's um, no it's part of the game it's uh, then i just st- started studying instead and i mean if i wouldn't been injured have, have i started studying then no probably not and so it's it's always have a meaning always so it's uh, it was a fun time it was a very very fun time <laughs> I mean, I can, we're, we're recording this and, and, you know, we're on video for this. So I can see your voice. Yeah. I can see you and I can, and obviously hearing in your voice, I mean, you're smiling through all of this and you're smiling. Oh yeah. These oh, yes. And so oh, I, yes. I can tell. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. And, and I, I love, I still have been out running today. Uh, ra- well, running. <laughs> I've, been out, I've been out jogging with my daughter. Uh, Emilia, she's 14 years old. Oh, she's have such a nice uh, stride. Oh, well, I say, oh, you must be training. Oh, no, I don't want to run. I don't want to run. This is nothing for me. Her stride is, oh, it's, uh, it's, like, um, it's like music for me when I see her running. But she don't want to run, so what shall I do? <laughs> Does she do any sports? And maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> Not for the moment. We talked about this um, yesterday, actually. That uh, what, what do you want to do with your sports? And she has a lot of friends and, uh, and so on. And um, she's studying a lot. And yeah, it will come. It's, it's her decision what she will do. And that's it's her decision what she will, but of course, it will be long distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. No, no. Let's see. I tried. We have two other kids. Uh, one guy and one older girl, she's 26. I tried with those two and both of them said, no, I don't want to, to do this. And so this is the last one. It's <laughs> <laughs> your last chance. <laughs> That's my last chance. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my daughter, uh, her name is Amelia as well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah, but okay, yeah, right, okay, yes. Mm. And uh, she she started, we we kind of told her when she got to middle school, um, you know, probably around you know, 13, 14, and we, we said, you, you have to do something active. You know, we don't want you just sitting around. It doesn't have to be running. It would be great if it was running. Yeah, yeah. Except, mm, um, mm. And, and so she tried basketball, and uh, mm. that, that didn't work out, and so... Mm. Uh, she she eventually started running and uh, she joined the team and and for for mm. middle school and she told me she's like I I will I will train with the team I will run with the team but I'm not going to run any races. Uh, okay. I said okay that's that's fine you're you're being active that's all I want. The, yeah right. Exactly. The, the coach was fine with that I I know the coach like all oh, that's good. A couple of weeks later she said well. Maybe I'll try the 800. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that's, uh, she, she enjoys it. She, um, yeah. she missed, she missed her, her freshman, her first year of high school because of, yeah. the, the, you know, we got canceled and, you know, yeah. we're hoping we'll get this year, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. But we you know, see, she, yeah. we she, see. Does, she, it's a good thing. She likes the 800 because she doesn't like training oh, yeah. very far. So <laughs> oh, okay, perfect, perfect. That's great. Yeah. Oh, best of luck to her then. Yeah, thank you. Um, All right, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had a question. You know, going back about about missing out on the Olympics and and being injured, and and you said, mm-hmm. you know, you were you were able to move on with it, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of athletes who they struggle with their identity when mm-hmm. when they aren't runners anymore, or yeah, they aren't. Able mm-hmm. to do whatever. Yeah. Did Did you ever struggle with that? Was that ever like? Uh, no. Who am I going to be now? No, not at all. Not at all. It's. Uh, um. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's. Um, it's a pity though that uh, that some um, athletes can't just let it be and say that was a good time, but that was another time. I mean, it's. Um, uh, no, I didn't had any problem with that. For me, it was okay. It was from one day to another. Okay, that was it. 
And then I never looked, yeah, it was like that. And I never looked back. I only looked back in with a big smile. So, and I, but I understood that, um, uh, okay, now it's another life. It's, uh, it's studying and um, see how I can, what to do to have uh, bread on the table and, and uh, raising a family and stuff like that. That is more important that, uh, than sports. So, um, yeah, but I think it's uh, sometimes you read about uh, even some friends. Um, uh, I mean, I, I had a very, 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 very good friend who was uh, one of the best um, uh, female uh, long distance runners here in Sweden who uh, got very, very bad, and she actually uh, killed herself uh, two years ago. And so it's, I know how it can, can be when you don't have your identity any longer. So it's, uh, yeah. So like you said, you, you were able to compete for Sweden. You, you came to the United States and ran. You, you also competed at, at a, a big meet in Japan, right? Clancy was telling me this story, actually. Yeah, that's that's a nice story. <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, in September, and uh, I, I was twenty years old then. Yes, yeah, and um, I was in very very good shape. I mean, it's normally you're in good shape in August, mid of August, and then it gets worse and worse and worse because you're training so hard and competing so much. But um, and I was running. It was eight. Um, eight nation game and was very very good runners from england and uh, and spain and uh, japan of course and and so on and i should i was the i had the slowest time of all of them and um, and we started out running uh, and they said oh they just want to make made the run and i want to make a good run so it was uh, even when we standing on the on the line it was a big difference between us uh, what we should do with this race. And um, so, um, and Bill McChesney was in that, uh, in that race also. Yeah. And um, so after a while, I didn't, uh, I think this is too slow. So I, I went up in the, and nobody followed me. And I, what is this? Why isn't anybody following me? <laughs> and, uh, and actually they, and then I got a big um, uh, gap b- between me and the rest of the guys. And they were, of course, they were much better than I was. And um, and they didn't catch, some of them catch me on the last stride, last 50 meters or something like that. I don't know, maybe I got poor for fifth or third. I, I don't remember, but um, I remember though that uh, Bill McChesney, I mean, he was, uh, God for me, Bill McChesney talking to me. I mean, it was, uh, uh, I oh boy, I never thought he should catch you. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember, I got so proud when he, when he, when he told me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there broke the junior record for, for 5,000. 5, yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's, uh, I, I can't imagine, you know, going, to race like that and, and and racing against these people that that you know you kind of looked up to yeah it was it was great mm, it was great yeah. actually we traded uh, our national team uh, sweaters later on then oh, that, that's pretty cool and i sent them uh well clancy took it to back to bill's um um, um his wife. wife for yeah 
So yeah, right. Because he passed. He passed away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Clancy had told me that story. You were you were pulling down boxes of of old running memories and things exactly. you hadn't looked that at. Is fun. Yeah. yeah, that is fun. I mean, going down the memory lane is uh, when you have so many good um, memories. It's nice going down a memory lane. Yeah. Uh, and have some laugh and stuff like that. That is nice. It is. Yeah. Mm. You know, well, it, it is pretty amazing, you know, that you were, you were pretty much done at, at 22 and you, you know, you didn't start till you were about um, 13. 13, yeah. And so, you know, just under a, a nine year career, but, but pretty, a pretty amazing nine year run there. Yeah shaped me a lot it did those nine years it did uh shaped me the way i am today i think actually it was very important years and um, as i said it's very important to look back with a big smile in the that's the way it should be i mean if you leave a work after uh, where you've been for 10 years maybe it's great if you can just look back with a big smile and go to next work or whatever so it's, um, I mean, that's kind of how the life should be. Always look back with with a smile and happiness. So it's, uh, yeah. And that's what I do with New New Mexico. I mean, even though I was out running some nights and, and then I could, I swear I could hear the rattlesnakes. <laughs> even, the, even though the other guys don't think it was rattlesnakes, but it was. <laughs> I was running. I remember I was running on a, on a, uh, golf, uh, um, uh, where you play golf. Oh yeah, golf course. Uh, yeah, golf course. Thanks. And um, uh, and I, I and because it was um, was nice running there during the night because uh, then it was not that hot and I liked to run on grass. And I said, and then when I came back and it was Mike or Clancy or, or Jeff maybe, are you crazy? That's where they dry snakes go during the nights to to get. Uh, to get away from the heat, and then that's why they rest during the nights. <laughs> then they go out on the deserts when the when the morning comes. <laughs> so that was that was one one and one time I did that. No more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice, but um, then running at the sand dunes and in the desert, and yeah, I love I loved it. It was good. It was very good. It was nice. That's mm. great. Mm. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, and, and when people would ask you if you were good when you were younger and you would never bring up the, these, these under 15 records or anything. And, you know, now you're a little bit more willing to talk about it. Do you think, obviously age is part of that and, and reminiscing, but yeah. is the, the, you, you, you seem very humble. You seem very, um, just they're just things that you did but do you think yeah. part of it is now that that they have been broken in the last um couple of years that it's easier to to look back and say okay it's somebody else's it's something i used to <laughs> no no i don't think so okay. actually i don't think so no it's uh it was very nice to be part of it and and so on and um yeah but it was uh mm. no i don't think so it's just uh, nice to have had um made some history but um, i mean if um, i mean if if, if i should compare uh, 32 4 when i was nearly 15 in the 10k or or the 28 19 
for the for the 10k when i was 22 i would seven days a week say that the 28 19 is something that i appreciate much much more because then i was then i was a runner a real runner when i was nearly 15 and running i mean that was still not a runner i was i was doing this of course i was training very hard because as i told you the same day as i said today i'm going to start running then i start running it was uh, was nothing com that's the way depends on how you are as a as a person also i that's the way i am okay i shall do this then i do it it's not nothing between and my wife is not that uh, found of that every time because when i shall oh when you shall do something else you have to do it so much why can't you do something between it's not between yes on or there is off so it's <laughs> so that's the way it was but i still remember when i started running as a 13 year old or 12 and a half year old guy i remember the first day the first day when i put on the training shoes and started oh i like this then it was long distance never looked back it was just long distance and uh, this was fun how shall i train to be good then i had a very 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 good coach who who, who understood okay you are 13 years old Hans. you take it slowly so yeah <laughs> so now it's nice i loved it i did yeah well, that's that's mm -hmm. great uh did you ever consider going into coaching uh no, no, actually not. It's uh, well. I I have had some runner groups um, for for um, elderly people, or, or that is not um, uh, that don't want to go to Olympics, but just running for it's it's nice. I had those groups, and that was just because um, it made me uh, it it um, then I could go out running also. So it was uh, when I said, okay, I'm going to go out running. You, you guys can run with me and I can give you some tip, tips and um, I can give you some advice and so on. So, it, but, uh, but um, no, I'm, um, no, I, I don't think I'm, a, uh, I don't think I, I'm a real good coach because I think I would, uh, now I don't think so. I, I would, I would be so disappointed if they didn't do as I told them. <laughs> I, think so. I, I really think so. So it's, uh, yeah, no, I'm not a good coach. I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe that's why your, your kids stayed away from it. They, they worried that you're going to be too hard. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't, maybe. Yeah, it could be something like that, but, uh, but I, I, I try not to interfere with uh, my kids training and so on, but uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so um, you, you talked about your your youngest one. She's she's not doing any sports right now. Your your boy did um, American football. Yeah. Mm. And uh, did your oldest one? Did she do any any sports at all or no? No. Yeah. Well, she's actually one. She trains a lot, um, but that just for the fun of it. I mean, at the gym and so on. But. Um, but no, no, not in any club or not in a special sport or something like that. No, they are. Um, they have the goal on on other both. Uh, the other one is studying a lot and um, and partying a lot and so, <laughs> so. So I mean, that's her life. That's her life. And uh, yeah, 
no, I don't want to. If it's uh, and but she's ex, as I said, she's she's keeping fit a lot and training a lot. But that's just for the fun of it. She would and she's doing some boxing, boxing and things like that. But but she would never compete in anything. No, that's not her. That's not Carolina. It's not. <laughs> Oh, I think that's that's just as important, you know, like you talked about even, um, you know, the the little running group you had just kind of mm -hmm. we can all go out and just run together. Yeah, um, I think that's that's important for for just life, just staying healthy mm -hmm. and staying fit. Absolutely. And, um, you mm -hmm. know, making, making it a little bit more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, to go. I mean, it's so easy to just go out running. I mean, when you come home from work and just put on your running shoes and your shorts and then you're out five minutes later out running and then 30 minutes after that you're in the shower so it's it's so easy it is so easy mm. yeah uh what are you know i always get curious about this because new mexico is so mild um and i've talked to people who out in new york and or been in new york and, and other places but what is the winter like there in in Sweden, and and how do you run there? Yeah, mm. well, when you say how's the weather in Sweden, it's like um, uh, it's very very. I mean, here here in the south of Sweden or here in Helsingborg, when I'm looking out from the window here, it's nearly no snow at all. It's around. Um, um, uh, zero degrees, I don't know how much that is in Fahrenheit, uh, zero degrees um, uh, um, uh, Celsius, but it's, it's, not, not, it's not that cold. But then, uh, yes, we were at um, uh, just 50k, that's uh, 30 miles uh, north, lots of snow, lots of snow, and um, three, four degrees below zero. So it's, um, and then, uh, but other two kids, uh, Alexander is in Karlstad, that's um, 400k from here, and um, uh, Caroline is in Stockholm, that's 550k from there, so lots of snow, and much cold. And so it's very hard to say how do, because Sweden is so, it's like comparing um, New Mexico to, to um, some states in the north, um, right. Vermont or something like that. It, it's very hard. To, so it's, um, it's, because um, uh, it's long, uh, right? Yeah, it's long, exactly. It's very long. So it's, um, yeah. So it's, but it's easy to train. I mean, but obviously that's why it's so many skiers from the north of Sweden because they have longer winters and they have lots of more snow than we have here in the south of Sweden because I live in, live in the south of Sweden. So, um, yeah, but sometimes we have lots of snow here also. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's good to, to train in, in snow also, make some. Uh, yeah, make some really, really hard workouts in the snow. It's it's like when we're doing the really hard workouts in the sand dunes in New Mexico. It, yes. it is terrible. It is. Actually, it is. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you talked about skiing. Did you ever, uh, yeah, had, were you ever on a ski team or anything or just ski no, for fun? Or? No. Yeah, just a little bit for fun. But I'm not a skier. It's uh, no, no, I'm not. Okay. I was curious because Clancy had said he had joined the uh, cross-country skiing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he had done that for a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's... Um, uh, I mean, if I would be living a little bit more north in, in Sweden, I for sure, 100% sure, I would have been doing some cross-country skiing or something like that. But, 
But like here in the south of Sweden, or here close to the coast, we have so little snow. I mean, if I have a week snow here, that's that's a good winter. So it's uh, yeah. So that's why it is like that. That's mm. great. You know, I mm. I love your attitude. You know, looking back on this, and, and like you keep on saying, just looking back with a smile and and oh, yeah, and being happy with with the time you had with it. And and oh yeah. I think that a lot of people can can gain perspective from that because it is like we talked about it can be something that can be very consuming and and chasing um times and places and accomplishments and mm, to, to just enjoy it I think uh it, yeah it's a great great message mm. the thing is that um, if you don't enjoy it if you don't have the passion for it then you don't like it. And if I should be honest, then you shouldn't do it. That's, I mean, it's a, and you will never, never, never be good in anything if you don't like it, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't have passion for it. So it's, uh, it's the same in long distance running. So it's, uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a great, uh, a great message to kind of wrap up on. Uh, I, I really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, it was do. very nice talking to you. Yeah, I, I have one more question. Um, mm-hmm. I, this is how I normally end the podcast. And I, I just kind of mm-hmm. ask, uh, what what music are you listening to that kind of gets you going or gets you happy, gets you motivated, gets you um, ready to meet the day, however, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I heard... Um, Right now, it was quite amazing. It was Karina, my oldest daughter, that introduced me to her. Oh, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. She's singing Rita Franklin. Um, uh, oh, what is the name of the... I am so bad with the names. <laughs> but it was... Um, uh, give, give, uh, give, give a little prayer or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm that is, that is very moody. I love I love that song. Otherwise, it's um, 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 uh, me and names. I'm so bad. Oh. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I remember my my kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worst in. I am worst. I am names. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like um. um Okay, my favorite song has always been uh, Stairs to Heaven with uh, Led Zeppelin. That's oh, an amazing one. Oh, yeah, that is the best. And um, and uh, then um, uh, California with the Eagles. But uh, I think Led Zeppelin's uh, Stairs to Heaven is something that I really would love to, to listen to when I should, good, when I should get motivated. Uh, yeah. Speeds up. And that's why. Uh, that's mm. a good one. Well, mm. Again, thank you for for taking oh, thanks, the time. Ab. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? Absolutely, you should say hi to your dad. I will. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that uh, hopefully I will meet him and the other guys from New Mexico in a short while. All right. And it was very nice. It was very nice. And uh, I would say that uh, even if it was only a year in in New Mexico, nearly not, but a year, it was. It shaped me. It, uh, I loved that year. It it made me a, uh, it made me the one I am today. I know, but it's uh, it, it gave me a lot. Gave me a lot, and that was uh, 
of course, um, because um, the most important thing was that I had such great friends. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at Mexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.